Hey everyone, it's your girl Kira the Healer and you are listening to Mystic Mommy Podcast. So um, first off, I want to say Happy New Year to everyone Um, and thank you to all of my listeners and everyone who follows me on Instagram, um, on social media, people who have supported me. I just want to thank you and um, welcome to season three. I can't believe I'm actually finally here, Um, especially... This podcast just started off as something so small, just the idea of how I wanted to connect with other witches and uh, brujas, brujos, practitioners. I just wanted to be able to have a platform as well, just to speak my mind and, um, you know, connect with others and probably open some doors for other people to see um, what it's like in the spiritual world and stuff like that, or those who are new to it. you know, like some of the things that are done, some of the things you might experience, might relate. So I just want to thank everyone out there who has um, tuned in so far uh, to season three because it's been it's been a wild ride. But uh, once again, thank you. Um, it is officially the new year. Um, I hope everyone out there is doing good. Um, I do apologize for the limited amount of shows I have been um, the usual work school and then business started to pick up a bit. So, um, I'm just happy to be here and doing this episode. A lot has happened, um, for the better. So I'm just, yeah, like I said, I'm really happy to be here. So, um, I do want to do a promo like I always do. I'm going to promote my stuff like I always do and will continue to do. Um, so I am doing Reiki readings, uh, and alignments. They can be done via phone or they can be done, um, in real time. And I send a report after if you're interested, I have my Etsy shop, which is mystic mommy healing. Um, or you could hit me up on IG, which is mystic.mommy.healing, um, to book a session. I also do Oracle tarot readings. Um, I also started something called a, a goddess box or um, a mystic uh, healer, a mystic healer's mystery box, and you get a lot of good goodies for twenty dollars plus free shipping. That is on Etsy, and you can also um, hit me up through IG. I send, um, I receive payments via Cash App and PayPal. I am also still doing Reiki attunement, so please do not hesitate. If you have any questions or anything, slide up in my DMs. But let's get into this episode. So this is something that I have been wanting to cover for quite some time. I've been writing this episode forever now, but um, I'm finally like I wanted to do something for the new year and I and for the new season. And I'm like, this is perfect. So with that being said, um, season three, episode one, astral projecting and out of body experiences. So um, they're pretty much the they're the same thing. Um having an outer body experience, which I'm pretty sure at some point, some, you probably had one and didn't even know what it was. Um, but let's, let's go into it because you're probably like, I heard of it before, but I don't really know, uh, like what it is exactly. So, um, astral travel, astral projecting or out of body, out of body experience, um, is an experience that occurs when your soul or spirit leaves your body. It is known as an outer body experience or astral body experience. And it leaves the physical body and can travel through different dimensions, realms, and the universe. Astral traveling can be 
a private practice, um, or it used to be a private practice within sacred religions. Um, and it's been in the talks for centuries across different cultures, religions. Um, even Helen Keller spoke about astral traveling uh, to Athens, Greece in her book um, called My Religion. And Aleister Crowley, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people are probably familiar with uh, the quote, do it thou will, um, and also his, uh, he has like a whole following, um, I don't know if you would want to say a cult or religion um, of Thelema, but um, I knew a few people who followed that. But um, yeah, anyway, Aleister Crowley spoke about it in some of his writings where he referred to the soul as the second body or the body of light. So astral projection um, can be achieved through different states such as meditation, hypnosis, yoga, and dreaming. Um, it's usually intentional. Like if you, it's something that you want to do, it's not kind of something like you, like you just chilling and you like, oh shit, I just had an outer body experience. Like it's not like that. Um, it's usually like intentional. Like you want to travel, you want to go. Um, I remember my mom, uh, telling me about my, um, my uh, great grandmother, her name is Moma, which I feel like I probably spoke about her a few times on the podcast. Um, but Moma was a she was a medicine woman in um, in her village, and she was a very spiritual woman. But she would astral project, which I'm gonna go down. Um, I have a few stories and everything I want to talk about um, because in the Amazon it's not um, unheard of, or um, those Native American tribes, certain tribes. Um, I'm not sure what what they call it or what they refer to, but I'm going to talk about that as well. But she would astral travel um, all the time to go to different places. Um, but yes, yeah, a pretty fucking cool thing. I'm pretty sure everybody has a kind of experience like this, but um, to talk about, which is going to lead into the next episode I'm going to record soon. And it's going to be something pretty spooky because, you know, I got to mix it up. Every once in a while, gotta shake y'all up. Can't leave y'all, you know. I gotta keep y'all on y'all toes, okay? So, um, okay. So yes, uh, when traveling, um, oh, I'm sorry. It's so okay. So astral travel, like I said, it's intentional. It's how your soul is capable. Um, of traveling through the universe. When traveling, there are certain regions that are composed of the stars and different realms. And it's also the resting place of spirits, angels, and those who pass over into their next life, um, higher beings, divine entities. Like it's all of that is in the astral plane. Think of it, right? We have the power or the gift to be able to travel wherever we want with just our minds. And I'm not talking about just closing your eyes and like, oh, imagine myself in a peaceful place. This is your soul leaves your physical body, this physical body that you're touching, you feeling that you walk with, you're using every single day to help you move around. You disconnect from that and you go into something that's much powerful and higher and you're able to go and see things and do things that are like completely unheard of, right? So I think astral traveling, spirituality, meta metaphysics is just something I'm just, I'm just so in love with it because it's just such an amazing thing when we think about things on like a smaller scale or perspective. Like when we wake up every single day, we go to work, you know, we're just programmed to do this and do that. And it's like when you start deprogramming, you realize there's other things out of there and that 
work, your fucking routine job, you wake up, you cook breakfast, that routine that you have is not shit. You feel me? Like it's not nothing because you are so much more than that programmed robot that is, you know, trying to fit in with society. I digress though. So um, back to this. Uh, although astral traveling is considered like a pseudoscience, um, because scientists can't really like pinpoint like what the fuck it is exactly, it has been documented in so many different cultures and religions, um, which shows that this, like, come on, like, you're going to sit here and tell me, like, because you don't have no actual factual proof, like, nothing physical or, um, like, you know, tangible, something you can hold or you can, like, physically see with your eye, you're going to say it doesn't exist, which goes back to why there's that big debate on, like, spirits and ghosts not being real because some people can't see it, you know? So, um, it has been documented in the Bible in Paul's second letter to Corinthians. It stated, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up in the third heaven, whether it was in the body or out of the body. I do not know, but God knows. Um, astral projection has also been documented in ancient Egypt, um, which you can actually look it up or I'll probably just post a picture because I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but um, in ancient Egypt, there's a picture or it's like a hieroglyph of Ba, which is considered the soul hovering over Ka, which is the subtle or physical body. Um, in South America, which I was talking earlier about Moma, um, the Yaskomos or the uh, shaman can leave um, the body by doing something called soul flight. And soul flight allows them to do um, healing. They are able to com- uh, consult uh, with cosmological beings like the moon, um, or, um, yeah, like the moon, the sun to get names for newborn babies, flying to caves of mountains to ask the father of, uh, peccaries, which are, <clears throat> sorry, I'm a little, uh, congested. This weather changed on here. It's crazy. It's like 81 day. And then today it was like 50. <laughs> um, so, Peccaries, if you don't know what they are, they're like this hog, hairy hog looking thing. Um, and they're able to ask them the in because they live in like um the sorry, the cave of the mountains to ask the father of them um for abundance of game. So um this is so that you know, I, I don't know if you're like familiar with it, but like in um I know within my tribe they pray, they communicate, and they talk with the animals. And even when they kill an animal, it's prayed over and it's thanked. And it's just, it's because it's, you know, it sacrificed its life so we can have a meal. So it's not just like they're going around just killing shit like crazy. Um, It's like very appreciative. It's a spiritual experience. Um, So it's also said that they can soul flight um, for like into rivers to get the help of others. So other mystical beings that exist. Um, Cause you know, there's different realms um, like with water, there's fire, there's different elements, there's different realms. So they fly down into the rivers to get the help of others. Um, in India, a spiritual practitioner by the name of Meher Baba. If you don't know much about him, look up his story. It's really fascinating, like really, really fascinating. He was a he was a pretty like divine person. He was very spiritual and elevated. Um, I don't know if there's anything controversial about him because I know like with Gandhi, 
um, being racist. And then um, there was one uh, author I used to really, or authoress I used to really like. Her name was uh, Sylvia Plath. Um, but she was racist. She's like, I remember reading one of her books and I was like, oh, wow, she's like problematic. But I don't know much about him. So please correct me. But he seems like a pretty, he was a very spiritual person. He was like a mystic and everything. Um, he was, well, he was a spiritual practitioner. And um, I I looked up, he had um, an explanation for what he thought, like astral projection, what it felt like to him. Um in kind of like an explanation of it. So in the advancing stages leading to the beginning of the path, the physical body becomes spiritually prepped for the entrusted and free use of the forces of the inner world of the astral bodies. The person then starts their journey by leaving the physical body in sleep or wakefulness. Meaning like you could be, you know, sleep in your bed, your, your body sleep, um, or you can be awake like meditation. The astral journeys that are taken unconsciously are much less important than those undertaken with full consciousness. Um, this implies conscious use of the astral body. Conscious separation of the astral body from the outer vehicle has its own value in making the soul feel its distinction from the physical body. One can willingly put on the put on and take off the external body as if it was a cloak, and then use the astral body for experiencing the inner world of the astral and for understanding journeys through it if and when necessary. The ability to undertake astral journey therefore involves considerable expansion of one's scope for experience. It brings opportunities for promoting one's own spiritual advancement, which brings with the invulsion of consciousness. That was powerful. Um, when I read that, I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta add that in there because I, I thought it was pretty cool. But um, it doesn't just stop like in those kind of in, in those cultures either. Because um, in Japan, and uh, I apologize if I'm botching this shit real bad. Um, you would have thought that English wasn't my first language because of um, the way I talk, but it is. I just... I fucking, I need to, I suck. Okay. I suck. So I apologize if I butcher this, please don't uh, murder me or hate me for this. Um, but in Japan, Ikirio or Ikirio is the, is when the soul is manifested outside of the physical body. It is also believed that if someone wanted to harm someone, that they could leave their body and appear to the person that they wanted to cause harm and actually curse them. So Another belief um, in Japan is that when someone is really sick or in a coma, the soul leaves the body and is just solely a vessel, um, which sidebar, I work in a vet clinic and I understand that concept. Um, there's times where we've had pets who came into our clinic who uh, they were breathing or they were alive. I'm using like air quotes. You can't see me, but I'm using air quotes. They was alive, but they look lifeless. Like they were just, they kind of knew it was their time and they just looked lifeless. Like it was just like a, you know, um, it looked like the soul left their eyes, the life left their eyes. So I can definitely, uh, I can resonate with that. I can, I can understand that. So in China, um, I also, saw there's a, it was a really cool story of and I apologize I apologize if I don't say this right 
Um, in China, there's a story of Hang Qiangxi. So I think that said that right. Hang Qiangxi, and that's a Chinese mythological figure and one of the eight immortals in a Taoist pantheon. Um, so Han fell asleep um, and his soul left his body and went into a banquet room. And when he went into the bank, the banquet room, he said, my lords, here I am again. However, officials noticed that there was already a Taoist sleeping on the ground and snoring like thunder. Yet inside another room, there was another Taoist beating a fisher drum and singing Taoist songs. The officials said, although there are two different people, their faces and their clothes are exactly alike. Clearly, he is a divine immortal who can divide his body and appear in several places at once. At that moment, the Taoist inside the room came walking out and the Taoist sleeping on the ground woke up and the two merged into one. So I thought those was those are pretty cool like stories because I'm, I'm familiar with like South American um, stories, even um, or South American native stories and the Northern American native stories. I'm familiar with some of them, like the spirituality, because some of it is related um, or closely related. Um, but I've never heard of like, um, like the Chinese, um, mythological story of Han. This one was a good one. Um, or also in Japan, how, um, you can actually curse someone, um, in Guyana. I don't know if this is exactly the same, probably not. Um, but in Guyana, there's something, or yeah, I would say it kind of is. It's something called, um, uh, Og Haig, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Og Haig, which it is able, the creature or the thing is able to leave out of its, out of a physical vessel and take shapes of other things. So like a shapeshifter. Um, and it can take shape of, or not necessarily take shape. It takes people's skin. Like it, it, it takes your physical vessel. That's exactly what it is. Um, and I remember my mom telling me uh, that she would see fireballs inside of like balls of fire, like energy, like fire energy, I guess I would say, um, like in a tree and stuff like that, that she would see them just floating. So just remember things are different down there than it is here. It's very secluded. There's no one out there. My mom spent a lot of her childhood in the Amazon. So the stuff that she's seen is stuff that I would never encounter. She's always seen like snakes and um, just a bunch of cool like creatures, oscillates. I remember her telling me stories and I was always fascinated when I was younger. But me being like a city girl, like I've never experienced any of that. So like when you have your parents telling you those stories, if they're not like from here, if they were born in, born in another country, I would say to delve into it because a lot of it you will see relates to stuff that you've heard about before. Just like um, outer body experiences and astral projection. I remember just being fascinated and curious about it, but my mother told me about how my grandma would do that and or my great grandma would do that and she was a medicine woman. So this was something I'm like you I had no idea you even knew about this. So it was pretty cool. Um so moving on, uh astral projecting is similar to like lucid dreaming because you get into like a trance state almost and there's like a specific state you need to be in in order to accomplish it. 
When astral projecting, make sure you are centered, grounded, and or rooted. Here are like a few tips I think you should probably consider before, you know, trying to travel. Um, if it's your first time and if possible, have like someone there like with you, um, like a astro travel buddy. Try to have someone with you in case you get scared um, when traveling so they can like monitor your physical body um, if you fall out the bed. I don't know if anybody ever, anyone out there listening, um, if you ever had an experience where you're like sleep and you probably like jump off a building or I feel like everyone has had those kind of dreams and it literally feels like your soul hits your body or like your your body hits something and then you wake up and you jump out of bed. I feel like that. Yeah. I've been there so many times. So you might want to have like a buddy there with you um, if possible, if you can do that. Um, Also, you can use like essential oils to help you um, like get into that state so that you're able to do it. Like uh, I could be saying this wrong. I thought it's Ylang or it could be Lang, Ylang, Ylang oil, uh, rose oil or clary sage, and then crystals such as angelite, amethyst, and smoky quartz help induce astral travel. Um, also have good intentions when leaving your vessel, your physical body. Um, this kind of reminds me of when people, um, I've had people share like their LSD or acid um, or shroom trip with me. And they always tell me like, you always have to be, they're like, oh, you always have to be like in a good mindset when you do it. If like something bad happened to you, traumatic happened to you, you're going to see that or you'll have like a really bad trip and it's going to like fuck you up. So like, just make sure like you're in a good space, right? So same here, have good pure intentions or reasons why you want to do it. Um, I wouldn't suggest going after you had like an argument or fight with someone or you're feeling like sick or under the weather or just like in a bad headspace. Like I would just suggest doing it when you're like, okay, this is the time and have like an intention or a reason why you're doing it. Like, of course, like I know you're probably like, yeah, I just want to do it for shits and giggles. But maybe if you had like an intention, it might be more useful in your spiritual journey. Um, also try using like a mantra or counting down to help you drift off. Uh, so you can start traveling almost like hypnosis. So like counting down, repeating something to get yourself into that. I've gone into like, I remember going into a, um, meditation session one time before I always speak about this woman very highly of her. Um, cause she is very, she has very angelic energy. I always wished I knew what like my energy felt like with other people. Cause I've heard people tell me like, Oh, I love your energy or something like that. Um, but this woman had very angelic energy and I just remember doing a meditation with her and I was fucking gone. Like, I think even if I wanted to stay in that room, my body was like, sis, not today we fucking traveling. And I just remember like, in meditation and we like, she starts, um, counting and then she starts guiding us through. It was like a whole group. And when we came back down, she did it very slowly. And my body was just like, whoosh afterwards. It was just like a flow of just great energy. So, um, be in a good headspace when you do it. Try doing like a meditation, a mantra. I'm going to do a meditation for this um, just in case if you want to go ahead and try astral traveling. Um, put it on like before you go to bed, before you go to sleep. Please let me know your experience um, if it's dope as fuck. So 
Um, it'll be a little quick meditation just so, to get you into the mood um, so that you're able to, you know, blast off and take off. Um, it's also said that you can get, <laughs> I don't want to scare anybody, but you can get stuck on the astral plane. So be in a good headspace when you go. I've never experienced being stuck um, on the astral plane. I'm trying to like think any times I remember scared, but there's times like when I had outer body experiences where I saw myself um, sleep. There's times where, like I said, I've astral traveled like in meditation groups or like I meditated on my own. Um, but I can't say that I've had a bad experience. Knock on wood, you know, I hope I never do. Um, but I've never had a bad experience. It's always been very fun, amazing. I remember even doing one for um, like a past life kind of thing, like regression. And I was like placed, like I did a, it was like hypnosis basically. And it felt great. I've never had a bad experience. So I really hope you guys do try this. Set an intention and, and go for it. Um, so also, um, make sure, you know, you take your time to get back into your body. Just ask, you know, just ask to go back and you'll go back. You are in control. This isn't something where it's like, you're just thrown and you're just like, oh, I'm just doing whatever I would just put here. <laughs> like I just got here. No, this is something that you have control over. This is you, you are taking control of your journey. So if you want to go back, you just simply ask and you go back. Um, and if you have any experiences with astral projection, please let me know. Share your stories with me. I love story time. I love hearing about people's experiences um, and I love talking about them. So please, if you have any experience um, with astral projection, just feel free to um, leave me a comment. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year. Um, if you want to follow me, I am on Instagram at mystic.mommy.healing, or, um, if you want to check out my shop, um, on Etsy, I am mystic mommy healing all together at once. Um, so I love you guys, uh, peace and love, and I'll talk to you guys later.